Welcome to the Heartbreak to Happiness Show with Sara Davison. If you're struggling with a breakup and you feel shocked, angry, betrayed, devastated, or sad and alone, then this podcast is for you. Best-selling author and award-winning host, Sara Davison, shares how you too can get on with your life to heal, grow, and move from heartbreak to happiness. Here's your host, Sara Davison. Welcome back to the show where you'll learn to transform your heartbreak into happiness. I'm Sarah Davison and I'm here as your trusted guide to help you every step along the way. On today's episode, we're diving into what to do with your wedding ring. Now, are you someone who took your wedding ring on and off during the marriage? I've got lots of friends that do that. Or are you someone who keeps your wedding ring on all the time? Now, that was me. I never, ever took my wedding ring off, not even once since our wedding day. I didn't take it off for washing up or showering. It was always on my finger, no matter what. But it doesn't matter whether you're someone that takes it on and off or whether someone that has it on all the time, because your wedding ring has so much significance It symbolizes so much your future that you dreamed of, the love that you shared, those happy memories, the wedding day. There are so many memories attached and so much meaning attached to a wedding ring that it really is a symbol of the love that you had, which is why it becomes such a big deal when you take it off. It can really be a significantly emotional moment. Now, I'll never forget where I was when I took my wedding ring off. I was in a hotel room in Sydney, Australia. And I remember it vividly, even though it was over 10 years ago now. It really was such an emotional moment because it combined a lot of hurt and pain, but also an amount of acceptance that my marriage was done. And I was giving myself permission to let go and move on. Do you remember taking your wedding ring off? Or maybe it's something that you're thinking about at the moment. Maybe you've broken up from your ex and you're trying to find the right moment. And really, you'll know. It's not for someone to tell you when to do it. It's really when you feel right. For some of my clients, they take it off immediately. I've got a client at the moment, Helen, whose husband's had an affair. And the moment she found out about the affair, she took her wedding ring off. Because for her, it was that black and white. If you break those wedding vows, if you're unfaithful to me, then there's no going back. And no matter how painful it is, the marriage is done. Whereas for other people, it might take you longer. It might be a journey of trying to work things through, of trying to understand how you can reconcile the marriage, really come to terms with what's going on before you feel ready to take it off. And that's okay. There's no right or wrong. So please, please don't beat yourself up about it. But just be prepared that when you do take it off, there's something that nobody tells you about, okay? And that is that when you remove your wedding ring, there will be a dent in your finger. And it's quite a big dent in my experience. I had a big dent, like a dip in my finger that didn't go in a matter of weeks. It was months and months till that dent sort of filled out and my finger had gone back to a normal shape just because the ring had been on there for so long. 
So this is something that actually can act as a constant reminder of your ex, what you've lost, that the marriage has come to an end, which is why I wanted to do this episode today and give you some of my top tips on how to deal with this. Because whilst it may seem like quite a small thing, for me and for many of my clients, the impact of removing your wedding ring is huge. It has a big emotional impact. And so I wanted to give you some tips, some advice to help you turn this situation around so that you don't get stuck in it. Now, when I took my wedding ring off, there was this huge dent, as I've mentioned, and it shocked me because I just didn't know that was going to happen. Nobody had told me. I just thought it was going to be pretty straightforward. I didn't realize either how emotional I was going to be about removing it. So once I'd removed my wedding ring and realized that not having a ring on my finger was also serving as a constant reminder of my ex, because I guess I thought that if I removed my ring, then I wouldn't be thinking about it anymore. And actually having the ring on my finger was the thing that was triggering me. But actually, interestingly, the reverse happened because when I took it off, the gap and the dent on my finger also reminded me of my ex, of my marriage breaking down. And it felt weird not wearing a ring on my finger after having worn one for so long. So how do you flip it? Now, for those of you who've listened to some of my other episodes, you'll know that flip it is one of my techniques that I use, which is basically showing you how to turn something that was really tough and difficult into something that can help you. So the question to ask yourself right now is, how do I turn this into something that will help me and not keep me stuck? It's a great question to ask yourself whenever you're in a situation where you don't know what the next step is, but you know where you are right now. It's just causing you more and more pain. So how can you turn this into something that will help you and stop you from being stuck? So what did I do? Well, I went out and treated myself to a brand new ring and I called it my freedom ring. Now, this was because when you go through a divorce, you get your freedom back, right? You're your own person, however daunting it might be, because obviously removing your wedding ring symbolizes the end of your marriage. But by getting a freedom ring, for me, it symbolized the beginning of a fresh start, a new slate, the excitement about what the future could hold for me. It was a brand new phase of my life, and I wanted that to be represented by my freedom ring. It's something that I love and I still wear every day. Now, I wear it on my middle finger and not on my wedding ring finger, but you can choose. You can wear it wherever you want. Now, it doesn't need to be a brand new ring. It could be an old ring that you love, or it could be your mum's ring that you've always loved and cherished, and you could wear that. The idea is that you have something on your finger now that reminds you of the possibilities that are ahead of you, that makes you feel good, that you love and you cherish. So that's the idea to flip it from something that was holding you back, was keeping you stuck and was making you focus on the past and the pain that you're in right now, maybe, to shifting that to looking forward to what the future holds and having something that symbolizes possibilities, opportunities and hope for the future. Now. Also, there's the question of what do you do with the ring when you've taken it off? This is a really common question that I get asked a lot by my clients because not just rings, but any jewelry that your partner's given you during your marriage 
will hold a lot of memories. It will remind you, maybe it was a birthday present or an anniversary present or a Valentine's Day present. Jewelry is something that symbolizes the love you had. So obviously there will be some powerful attachments and some emotions attached to that as well. So it might be that you still get on with your ex, but you just don't want to wear it. Or it might be that you really don't get on with your ex anymore, or it's just too painful. The important point here is that if it's making you feel bad, then we've got to do something about it, right? We've got to step up. We've got to do something differently. You could lock it away and just never wear it, which is something that a lot of my clients have been doing. Or you could do what Trisha did, one of my clients. She actually took her selection of different necklaces and rings, and she has some bracelets and some earrings that her husband had bought her. And she took them to a jeweler. Now, she looked around for a few jewelers and she found one, a local guy, actually, who was quite funky. And Trisha was one of those people who was quite alternative. She liked things that were a bit different and unique. And she'd seen this jeweler's work and she thought, oh, I quite like that. Maybe he can do something with my jewelry. Now, Trish was quite creative. So she had some ideas of her own. But don't worry, if you're not creative, then start looking through magazines, on Pinterest, on the internet. Look for ideas that you love. And this doesn't need to be overnight. You can make it a little project. Just keep an eye out for things that you like. And that way you can start creating your own ideas or you can find a jeweler who's got plenty of ideas and maybe they can inspire you too. So don't let little things like that hold you back. Don't make excuses for not stepping up and doing this because I know some of my clients have tried to sell their jewelry but actually it isn't worth as much secondhand. And also the memories, they still want to keep them sometimes. You still want to keep that piece of jewelry. Maybe it's something that you really like, but it's just the emotional attachment that you're not keen on. So we need to do something about that. So changing it up, zhuzhing it up, as my friend Sue, and I know for those of you that listen to my episodes know all about her, my friend Sue always says, we're going to zhuzh it up. So take the bits that you love and change the bits that you don't. Make it something that makes you feel good, like my freedom ring does for me. Now, Trisha went and created this multi-layered necklace with different strands with all the different stones in it from the jewelry that she'd had. She absolutely loves it. It's not recognizable as any one of the pieces that she had before, but it's something that has her own personality on it, her own stamp. And she's created it with these beautiful pieces she had before. And now she's got something that she feels good wearing And she feels comfortable wearing it because it's not the same item that she was given by her husband, but it represents holding on to some of those positive memories. Because as you know, I'm not a believer in trashing the past, but keeping those happy memories where they are, you might want to put them in the box for a moment. You know, the memory box that I talk about in some of my episodes where you can put those things away in a little box so you don't tarnish, say, your wedding day or the birth of your children. None of that has to be tarnished now. So keeping those memories alive, but putting them in a box, they're not there to constantly hurt you is key. So if you are feeling stuck with your wedding ring, if you're not sure what to do with it, then do have a think about redesigning it into something new to shift your focus and focus yourself as well on the new opportunities that are coming ahead. This is all about rebranding you, rebranding your life. It's a great opportunity now, however tough, and however dark it can be at times, to know that you can move forward. And actually holding on to things from the past will only keep you stuck. Whereas you can take them and zhuzh them up a bit and make them into something 
that helps you turn your life around that you enjoy. And when you look at it, you can start to feel happy again. Thank you for listening to today's episode and allowing me to help guide you from your heartbreak to your greatest happiness. I look forward to you joining me on our next episode. That's it for today's episode of Heartbreak to Happiness. Head on over to iTunes and subscribe to the show. One lucky listener every single week that posts a review in iTunes will win the chance in the grand prize drawing to win a private VIP day, including exclusive one-on-one coaching with Sarah Davison herself. Be sure to head on over to heartbreaktohappinesspodcast.com and pick up a free copy of Sarah's gift. Then join us on the next episode.